Welcome back to Trading 360. It's time for the disruptors. George Tillis is here with today's company, Workday. It's higher after earnings. George, and you know, when I look at my screen, it's a sea of red and Workday and I guess EA, the two lone uh, stocks in the green, at least on my watch list this morning. So what stood out in the report that investors clearly like on this down day? Yeah, I mean, it was clearly a, a winner yesterday afternoon. It was uh, trading around $184. It's down today. I think it's in sympathy with the rest of the markets down from that, uh, of course, after hours report. So uh, for Workday, I mean, this is like one of the leaders in uh, human capital management and business planning, software solutions, more than 50% of total Fortune 500 companies use it. And that implies that the company has high switching costs. In other words, once large enterprises uh, embed Workday in terms of their uh, enterprise resource management software solutions, it's it's hard to, to move away from it. So with that said, we know that HR and finance and planning solutions are, are key ingredients to any major corporation. And Workday is one of these uh, one of these names that uh, is uh, is embedded, like I said, in uh, large enterprises. Now, the company reported earnings yesterday afternoon. They beat the estimates by about three cents, coming in at 83 cents versus 80 cents expectations. Now, that was down relative to the earnings from last year. So the earnings growth uh, looks like it was it came in. Uh, in terms of expectations, already down relative to last year. So that's essentially a good sign, perhaps, for an inflection point in earnings per share and, of course, the stock price. The company did report 21% revenue growth, beating the estimates fractionally on a year-over-year -year basis. But uh, total subscription backlog was actually higher by about 27%, and uh, total subscription revenue exceeded that of total revenue, which implies they're improving scalability as well as looking forward to higher revenue trends going forward. Now, if you look at the analysts, uh, they're, pretty, they're pretty mixed. Uh, just to give you an example, Credit Suisse has got a neutral rating at $215. UBS also has a neutral rating at $185. Uh, and if you look at Oppenheimer, they got an outperform rating at $205. So pretty mixed, and I think it's because of the fact that we're dealing with uh, a software as a service-based company that's more growth-centric versus value-orientated. Because if you look at uh, companies like ServiceNow, Oracle, Oracle's more of a value-orientated based uh, ERP company, uh, Salesforce.com, which actually reported the other, uh, the other day. These are growth-orientated names, which have uh, proven to be underperformers this last year. And I think Workday fits in that same space with uh, total revenues you know, in the plus 20% range. The valuation might have been a little bit of a hang-up for the stock since it is trading at around 37 times forward earnings, which still might be a little bit expensive in this market. Yeah, I was looking at the analyst breakdowns. Despite those price target cuts, still 31 buy ratings, four holds and one sell. So analysts largely bullish, although, yes, it is down 40% year to date. But, George, how would you trade Workday? Yeah, so looking at the chart, if you look at a six-month chart, it's interesting enough, uh, from a technician standpoint, it looks like it's forming a cup and handle formation, but it hasn't broke above that $180 area. It did in the after hours, but if you look at it on today's, uh, today's uh, chart, it hasn't. So with that said, if it had broken above that and we had a nice, uh, a nice uh, green day in the markets, we would take a little bit more of an aggressive trade, but there's no sense in why we couldn't perhaps consider yield harvesting or harvesting some yield by putting on a short put vertical. So looking at the October contract with over 50 days expiration, one could put on a, a put vertical by selling the 160 put 
and then simultaneously buying the 150 put below that. And so altogether, this is a credit-based trade for about $2.50 a share or $2.50 a contract. And effectively, what we'd like to see is the maintenance of the stock price above 160. So this one gives us flexibility because we know the market is red today. It could continue next week based upon the hawkish interpretation of the market from the Fed. Uh, but this way, we get some flexibility. And, and uh, of course, patience is the key here. As long as the stock stays above 160, a trader who puts on this trade could keep that premium. Uh, but at the same time, we have to consider break-even levels at one, one, uh, once uh, 57.50 uh, towards the downside. So we're gaining 250 in credit, but the risk is here 750. But at the same time, the return on risk is over 30 percent. All right, we'll leave it there. George Tillis, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. And have a good weekend.